This program is intended for mature audiences only. This is part two of a two-part podcast. If you'd like part one, you'll find it at personallifemedia.com. Welcome. You are listening to On the Minds of Men, and I'm your host, Dr. Lori Buckley, and I am here in bed in Cuernavaca with Betty Dodson (laughs) and Carlin Ross. So there are just so many things these men can do, and I lay it out. So you can you can upgrade your masturbation, start getting a lot of sex toys, and get some hot, you know, X-rated videos, and improve your fantasy life. Or you can keep your own counsel and occasionally see a professional. Or you can have an affair with some, you know, a next door neighbor, but that's dangerous. Well, darling, I was 69 and he was 22, and I know it probably isn't legal, and I kept waiting. It is legal. I I know it is, but I had the feeling that maybe I'm going to go to jail, and I thought, I don't care, I will. Which makes it so much more fun. (laughs) You know what? If Hugh Hefner can do it, and he has three 22-year-olds, you only have one. He made uh, origami flowers that must have taken him hour, hours oh, and hours isn't that and so it was in sweet. and he had the origami flowers laid in a box with beautiful colored uh, uh, fill, you know the, the tissue paper and he had purple and black and the flowers were roses and the flowers you know were also black and purple and red and it was so it was so artful it's so sweet but and you still he, have them but yeah I keep, I want to actually throw them out now because <laughs> So much for romance. It hangs. It, he, it, it hangs like an elephant trunk. When I see him in the shower and I see his tight little ass and his dick hanging, I'm just like, oh, it gets me so excited. I try to take pictures of it a million times, and he'll never. He won't let me do it. And I, I tried. I even this, this trip when he was sleeping, I like lift the <laughs> That's just wrong, Carlin. That's his wrong. His dick should sorry. be immortalized. It's fantastic. <laughs> and what was interesting is he did it. It worked. Now they're having partner sex. It's great. And I thought, he's such a wonderful man. This is what he said to me. He called me up. And he's like, I just want to say thank you. And you know what? Now I know what it's like to be a woman. Because before the surgery, I could get hard and I could come in like a couple of minutes. Now it takes me a, a full 10 to 20 minutes. And now I know what it's like. And now I have a lot more respect for the female orgasm. Yeah. And focus on the pleasure. Because sex is fun. Right? Sex is fun when you do it right. We're back. I'm your host, Dr. Lori Buckley. You're listening to On the Minds of Men, and I am here with Betty Dodson and Carlin Ross, and we've been talking about vibrators and sex toys, and wait, what we were just talking about before the break, I want to talk more about, Betty was talking about how about her sexual pleasures and behaviors have changed over the decades, and I want to talk about triple penetration. Let's talk a little bit more about that. (laughs) She's grabbing for the microphone. Yeah, I want I want two microphones, please. <laughs> Keep it above the waist, yes, ma'am. <laughs> no, but this whole thing about aging and, and that sex ends. 
Well, we know that new study now, right? That is so. That is this new study that is showing what's kind of crazy. Does it mean that now older people are enjoying sex? No, we, older people have always been enjoying sex, but now we have a study that that shows us that. Have, have, yeah. Have, well, it, the thing of it is, is that not enough older people are enjoying sex. There's more, maybe more than we thought, because the cultural attitude is that what, well, a woman goes through menopause mm-hmm. and she's married, and she's been married to this same person for thirty five years or whatever, and the sex was never really that good, to begin and, with. And, and they were only doing intercourse, and she never had orgasm, or she had them rarely. Right. So when she goes through menopause, it's like, oh, thank God it's over. I don't have to do that anymore. So they walk away from sex, and I understand it. There's no motivation to continue, because on my website, the, answer, the questions I get all the time is, I've been married for 35 years, or I've been married for 25 years, and my wife is not interested in sex anymore and uh, you know what am I going to do because it's not interesting well yeah or even if he was a dynamite lover she's bailed out because she wasn't orgasmic it wasn't it the pleasure part of it wasn't there for her so there are just so many things these men can do and I lay it out so you can you can upgrade your masturbation start getting a lot of sex toys and get some hot you know x-rated videos and improve your fantasy life or you can keep your own counsel and occasionally see a professional. Or you can have an affair with some, you know, a next-door neighbor, but that's dangerous because it could lead to an, a relationship unless you, if you want to maintain your marriage, then I would suggest a professional. First, I suggest masturbation. Second, a professional. And then the third option would be bailout. If, if that's what you need yeah, to do. Yeah, you have choices. You always have choices. And it doesn't have to end. Now, there are people, if they, if they really just have no desire to have sex, I mean, that's a choice, right? It's a choice. It's okay. mm-hmm. it, it really yeah. is okay. You don't have to. There's nothing wrong with not having sex, except, you know, for those, of, for those of us that love sex or love the feelings that go with it, uh, I would miss it. I, you know, you could say, okay, I'll never have, uh, I'll never have caviar again, or I'll never eat a, uh, you know, a, a, a fresh raw salad. I'll never eat a good steak dinner. I'll never eat lamb chops. <laughs> oh no, no, no. We now, had we, those last night. Yeah. They were so good. So there's pleasure that, that they're missing out on, but it's more than that. Sex is good for us. Yes. yes. It releases so endorphins. It's exactly what you need to kind of stay kind of steady, right? Don't you think? Oh, I, yeah, it's totally. It's like, you know, think of all the people that are on antidepressants. Please. Have well, an, that have kills your sex, your sex job. So when did you start doing triple penetration? Like at what age? Because, I mean, I'm... I think when you're having sex with a partner, it's either his dick is in your pussy or his dick is in your ass, right? And then I think there's a point where you graduate and you go, wow, I could have a toy in my ass while he's fucking my pussy and I have my Hitachi. Yeah, so it's like, not really triple penetration. It's, it's double penetration with some clit action. Yeah, yeah. it's almost like, – but it's triple penetration. But when people think of that, they always think like a porn, like, you know what I mean? There's three guys something in, the in your mouth. But yeah. when did you start doing that with the toys? Like what, what age – <laughs> That's wonderful. I had experimented with it in the 40s, but not really on any kind of a regular basis. And then when I started having partner sex again at the tender age of 69, isn't it interesting, the number 69? <laughs> Funny how it, that works. Yeah, yeah. you think it would be oral sex? No. So I <laughs> had this young lover show up, and we, you know, I just thought it was going to be a weekend lark. 
but he's still with me. Now, how old was he when you were 69, Betty? Well, darling, I was 69 and he was 22, and I know it probably isn't legal, and I kept waiting. It to, is legal. I, I know it is, but I had the <laughs> feeling that I, maybe I'm going to go to jail, and I thought, I don't care, I will. Which I makes will. it so much more fun. <laughs> you know what? If Hugh Hefner can do it and he has three 22-year-olds, you only have one. That's right. Thank you. Thank you. I'm looking for another one. But isn't that interesting? I actually was thinking about Adam, but he... <laughs> <laughs> That's my brother, but he's now in love. Too bad. But it is interesting because there is this. There still is this double standard. It's getting a little bit better. We have cougars oh, now. Yeah. We're, we, you know, we're aware that. Well, Demi Moore did a lot for us with Ashton because yeah. she snapped up the hottest piece of ass in Hollywood. And I have to say, thank you, Demi. She did it for us because she made it okay. Because you know what? I have. I have to say, I have a lot of groupies on my MySpace account. And they're always like 18 or 19 year old men. And they always have these gorgeous little pictures of themselves like surfing. And, you know, they have, they're in jeans with no top and their legs are spread. And they're six one of packs. my favorites. And they start writing me and they, they, they want to just have like cyber sex with me. So I have cyber sex with a few of them. But it's interesting. It's the Mrs. Robinson scenario. I think they want to learn when they find out you're a woman and you have a certain amount of sexual knowledge, they want to be taught. Yeah, because when Eric showed up, uh, how it started off with he wanted to have a session, and I said fine, and he said, but I'm, I'm, you know, I really, I can't afford, you know, your fee, and I said, well, let's do what we, what the Native Americans do. I'm part Native American, that uh, as the firewoman, you would, uh, you know, the, there was a woman in the in the tribe who would teach the young braves sex. That they there was always was, and it, not a member of the family, but mm. she was that was her job, her that was her profession, and that uh, the firewoman was given a gift. So I said, you can give me a gift. But he made uh, origami flowers that must have taken him hour, hours oh, and hours. Isn't that and so it was in, sweet? And he had the origami flowers laid in a box with beautiful colored, uh, uh, th- you know, the, the tissue paper. And he had purple and black, and the flowers were roses, and the flowers, you know, were also black and purple and red. And it was so, it was so artful. That's so sweet. But and you still he, have them? But yeah, I keep, I want to actually throw them out now. Cause <laughs> <laughs> so much for romance. <laughs> you know, it's New York City apartments. New York City apartments, you can't keep anything. You don't have any space. <laughs> if I had a basement, they'd be in the basement now. He saw me one day. I said, you know, these are just collecting dust. and I, We could use the vase, blah, blah. And he said, don't throw those out. <laughs> so him. But here's the point is, is that he wanted to experience anal anal sex because uh-huh. the girls in college weren't ready to go there. He wanted to be the giver. He wanted to penetrate yeah. a woman anally and learn how to do it without causing pain. Mm-hmm. And I thought that's brilliant, you know, mm-hmm. and well the first thing you think is, oh, maybe he's a little gay." And then I thought, "I don't care, he's so pretty. He's gay. Fine, he's bi." Uh but he's very much into uh anal penetration and then at one point it became too much trouble because I mean, you know, here's keeping it real again. In order to do anal sex at my age, or how I would function, is you do have to clean out the lower bowel. You it so it requires an enema. Well, yeah, all to, ages you you want to be well clean. to rinse it out, and that's kind of involved. It's a bit complicated. Now, if you're one of these little young girls who are skinny and don't eat, maybe or constipated, it <laughs> it wouldn't be a problem. But you also have to deal with shit. It will show up from time to time. And, and you know, there's another myth we can clear up for men. If you've ever been on a porn set, and I have because they're my sets, all those women have enemas before they have anal penetration. You cannot initiate anal sex with your woman after dinner or in the morning. 
Just let, let's get that out there right or now. Or after coffee. Yeah, you know what I mean? And you kind of have to like say like, is this cool? You have to have a little bit of a dialogue. And they do have enemas. They stop eating the night before an anal sex scene. They'll stop eating at like six o'clock. You know what I mean? And that way it's all. So it's one of those things you have to be kind of like open enough and have that. And just, you know, you can come up with a signal, maybe a wink. Or, you know what I mean? Something. So, so I mean, I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to have to go through this ritual all the time, all the time. So Too much work. We, yeah, exactly. Occasionally I will do it. So we set up this little system, where, and I love the feeling of anal penetration once something's inside it. You know, it's this complete, total surrender to fullness. So we figured it out. He could use uh, a dildo in my butt, and his, his penis would go in my vagina. And that way, when you take the dildo out, if there is poo on it, it's not a big deal. And you could put a condom on the dildo. Well, but, you know, you can just, it's mine. Nobody yeah. uses it but me. So it's stained. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you always find in like Joe Gallant movies. And he's more of an elevated porn taste. But he's like, Con, we do real anal sex. There's shit on the condom. And that's what I always say in my films. It has to be shit on the condom. And I'm like, I love you, Joe. I love you, <laughs> I love you. You're so cool. I love you too, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a realism to sex, I think, that people get freaked about you know well anal sex is something that i get a lot of questions about it's something that is it's still in the taboo category which we all love something a little bit taboo and we know there's a lot of nerve endings around our anus and there is mm -hmm. a lot of pleasure the problem is is when people are uptight about it psychologically which which translates into physically oh of course and and you know and their anus is all tight well then it hurts you need to be really relaxed you need to be really aroused you need to use lots and lots and lots oh, of lube. Oh, and lube. You don't just take your finger and put lube around the asshole. You have to put lube on your dick. You need lots and of And inside, lube. because yeah. what guys do is they put the lube on their fingers and they play with your asshole. You, there's nothing lubricating in an ass. It's not a pussy. You have to put the lube on the dick. He's right. It's not a self-lubricating thing. I, I could never do anal penetration with pleasure involved unless I was working my PC muscle. So it's interesting when you, when you really have to, we have to tune into that muscle because it's, it's very, very basic for any kind of sexual pleasure. So what happens is in order to, to do anal penetration, you, I tighten I tighten the muscle really tight, mm -hmm. and then I let it go, and I push out a little bit. Yes. And it opens, and right. you can go in a little ways, and then hold. Don't try it again all at once. Go slow. Go very slow. squeeze again, and then relax and bear down. And if you get a mirror and look at yourself, you can see both the vagina and the anus closing and opening and then yeah. pushing out opens it even more that's a good idea and if you look on the website on on the website at personal life media and look at the interview that i did with betty uh, once ago there actually is uh me talking about at the end there's an exercise where i talk about how to strengthen those pc muscles how to do kegels and there's also a written handout that you can download that talks about that because it's so important to be able to do and another way to know that if you're doing them correctly is if you use the barbell you can see the barbell move up and down when you're squeezing those muscles i must be a freak because i've never had any problems with anal sex and i'm always loose and limber and i've never done any of that pushing out and my boyfriend has a huge member so i i don't know i guess i you must never bared down no i'm, I'm kind of darling i'm an old lady with the tight ass <laughs> and you know i'm you're in the gym all the time i guess i'm relaxed i'm, just, I'm not scared relaxed. about anal sex and i remember with my man he's uh 47 he's never had anal sex before and i asked him a question i didn't believe him I'm like you've never had anal so one night we went out and we were boozing it up 
drinking and smoking and carousing and we came home we had sex for like two hours and i stuck what i did is i started to like just rub the head of his dick on on my asshole and then i'm like you know what i'm gonna rock his world so all of a sudden i started like putting it in and it's Lucky probably man. it's probably because he has a really big dick that no woman was gonna take the anal because it's, right. it's a physic you see that dick and you're like oh you know you get a little a like, scary thing i was kind of like mm, let's see if i can take it you know what i mean it was a challenge yeah it was a <laughs> bring it on and we had anal sex and it was I, what position what position you know i started off with a spooning position because i thought that would be good for him because then it wouldn't go all the way in but by the end of it i was on top i do like anal on top because then you're in control and then you can get all the way if, in if you want you know sometimes when you're doing like anal missionary with your legs in the air women feel a little like he's in control there's something about being in control of your anal penetration and we went to town and then he was so cute because he was like i don't want to come in your ass i'm like no, no no no, you can come in my ass like don't worry about it and he was so and now that has become the ultimate like fantasy dirty talk we do all the time he's like oh, i'm gonna fuck you in the ass <laughs> the first time the first time i did anal sex when, when i was in my i think i was in my 40s the first time i did it and it's interesting. I the same thing. This guy had a really large, <laughs> large penis, and I just—it was such a challenge. And I got on top, and I was playing with my clit, and I was just kind of moving it around and easing it. And you go, you ease it in. But now I am addicted to doggy style. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh! It is—it's the right angle. Mm-hmm. And I and I would and it, this is the problem. You. You, it, this is it because the it goes lube, towards the front wall. The, well, but also the the problem is the lube will drain down and go into the the urinary tract, and now you've got a urinary tract oh, infection. True. That's very I should, true. I don't like infection. It's you're out of balance, yeah. and you can there are certain things you can do the cranberry juice, but if it's a really bad one, you end up taking uh, an antibiotic. And yeah. you know what? Since we're talking about anal hygiene, it's really important that we mention since uh, you know this is important. People think that if they use a desensitizing cream or a numbing cream, it's going to make it less painful. Whatever you do, do not do that. We need to have feeling. First of all, you pain don't want to numb a, out your pain. Pain is there to help us. Right. We, we need to know pain. if we're feeling pain. So do not use numbing creams or desensitizing creams. Don't use those for vaginal penetration How or for anal. How big is this dick? <laughs> oh, my man's dick. You know, I have to admit, I, I, it took me a couple of weeks to get my pussy used to his dick. Wow. Because he, you know, he's West Indian and he's uncircumcised and it's about 13 inches long and it's about a good solid four or five inches wide. Wow. It hangs, <laughs> it, he, it, it hangs like an elephant trunk. When I see him in the shower and I see his tight little ass and his dick hanging, I'm just like, oh, it gets me so excited. I've tried to take pictures of it a million times and he'll never, he won't let me do it. And I, I tried, I even, this, this trip when he was sleeping, I'll like lift the car. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. That's just wrong, Carlin. That's His wrong. His dick I'm should sorry. be immortalized. It's fantastic. <laughs> but I did ask him, I said, did you ever have problems with women? A lot of women and guys, if you have a small dick and now you're like, oh, screw these chicks. And we're all giggling and having a good time. Let me tell you, a lot of women do not like big dicks. Right. They get scared. They like it small and they like to be able to like really get it in all the way and not fear, be fearful. And I asked him, and I said, well, did you ever have problems with women? He's like, yeah, I did. And I think, and he even said, like, our sex life has been so freeing for him because it's the first time that we do doggy. Most women, if you have a big dick, they don't want to do doggy. We do all the positions. We do all of the inputs. And we do, and, and, and blowjobs. I like the gagging blowjob. You know what I mean? That I like to be full. And he never really was able to experience sex that way. And he went through his whole life to 47. Goes to show you having a big dick can be a liability. 
Absolutely. And, and, and this yeah. is something that the men have to realize, that the average, I always look for the average size dick because I have an average size vagina. What kind of a vagina do you have, darling? I guess I must have a long track. I think so. Yes, yes. That's we could we measure it? <laughs> Let's measure it. I want to do it. I want to do okay, it. Okay, we'll, well, should we do? No, we'll do that later. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have we'll do that after the tequila and sangrita tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows how long I'll be then? <laughs> a little tequila between us. <laughs> but we do want to talk about size a little bit because yeah. We know that sexual pleasure, there are, there are size queens out there, but for the most part, sexual pleasure for women is not about the, the size of a, man's, of a man's penis. No, most women, it's two or three inches. The average guy is like four to five inches. Right. And, the, and that's a couple of inches too much. I had a guy that had a small dick, but I'll tell you this much, he curved up. And you could do that with positions as And you well. can do that with positions. Like if your dick curl, curves down, try doggy because then you'll hit her at the right spot. You'll be hitting the top of her, of her pussy and that's where it, it's pleasurable. So you should really vary your sex position by the type of dick. If it goes to the left, it goes to the right. Yeah, you know, this is true. I got to say that, that my, my best, absolute best first lover had a five, five and a half inch dick when, it, uh, when he was erect. Mm-hmm. But he was the one that during intercourse, he'd be fucking me, and he reached down and stimulated my clitoris with a wet finger and a soft, gentle touch. Mm-hmm. I thought I'd died and gone, because until then, I was trying to always have my orgasms from vaginal penetration. Sometimes it would work. Most of the time, it didn't work. And then when I made, and this is, blows my mind, I spent most of my life masturbating by by stimulating my clitoris, then I go to have partner sex in my 20s, and I'm trying to come from penetration only. Doesn't make sense. It, it, I thought, and when he, did, and I was what? I was 35 before I got the two together. Can you believe this? Oh, my God, you poor child. And you know what we could tell, guys? There Maybe the best sex toy is a, a licked finger, and you got 10 of them. Yep. You right. know, you got to stimulate the clit. Lori had a little finger story, but we won't out her because she's supposed to be the professional. <laughs> <laughs> we have to have some, some secrets, yeah. But the fingers, oh, when we, remember when you were in junior high and you knew the one guy that really could like use his fingers? You were like, oh, heavy petting. And then he'd like put his hands down your pants and you were like, oh, here it comes. I can so come good. I'm going to come. I love Bob. I'm, I always talk about my high school sex was, was manual sex. And I didn't even have to do him. He was so happy to explore a female pussy. It was yeah. like, oh, it was heaven it's for him. It's all new and yeah. exciting. And did he smell his fingers afterwards? I love when young boys oh. do that. Well, I wake up in the morning and I reach down and take a take a whiff myself. Which is a good Don't thing to you? do. You know if it's yeah, healthy. You know, you should definitely smell your pussy because then you know what's going on. Yeah, you know, you know when it's mm-hmm. healthy and you know when it's not. It's, it's definitely a good thing to do. Uh, yeah, you know, the, the, the newness, the excitement, the, the dry humping mm. and the manual sex, we uh, could do that in, in any relationship that we're in. Well, what you could do is say, you know, whatever. I, that's also taking control. Be like, guess what? We're not having sex for two weeks. Yeah. And, and have you probably like, what? And then you like, just get each other crazy, like just make out and like go down on each other and then just keep it like no penetration for two weeks and watch yourselves get all reignited. You yeah. know, you get all excited. I have again. my couples do that all the time and it really does bring this new level. Plus it teaches them to be present. They're not so focused on all of this and stuff as soon that they're as supposed you're told to you be doing. Can't do something you want to do it. 
right? Yeah, and and you. But I think a lot of it is part of it is that it's like, oh, I can't, so I want it more. But the other part is you relax about all of these expectations and all of these goals. Yeah, and you things take that, it out of the way. Exactly. I, I had an uncle who was treated for prostate cancer, and it's interesting when you change careers because I was a lawyer first, and then I started doing this about four, three or four years ago. I had this idea of a sex site for women where we really talked and we were really open and we had all these great debates and it was like you could buy sex product and you could watch porn but it was for us you know and i started talking about it so about a year ago i'm at the family thanksgiving party <laughs> and my aunt who's 60 and just married a 40 year old yeah, who bill oh gorgeous head of hair beautiful man oh if you met bill you'd be all over him betty would love him and he had prostate cancer and they caught it in time it was great he went through his surgery whatever so, so say that again, slow down. He had prostate cancer and... He had some kind of surgery and I think one round of chemo, but he, they caught it soon enough. So he was fine. And my aunt's a little haughty. And um, we're at Thanksgiving and I guess I had heard he'd had it done, but I wasn't going to bring it up, you know. And all of a sudden I have like, I'm on my second glass of wine. He corners me at the party. He's like, Colin, I have to talk to you. I'm having some sexual issues. And he's like, part of it is I'm just so fearful. You know, I don't know what should I do. Like, I don't want to let her down during sex. And for him, it was, what if my dick can't perform anymore? Yeah. So I said, Uncle Bill, this is what you do. I said, first, I asked him a couple of questions about what gets him hot. I'm like, because we're going to get you some porn. And he's like, oh, I haven't watched porn in 30 years. I'm like, you're going to watch it. So I asked him a couple of questions and I found the perfect DVD for him. Michael Nins, Catherine. If you've seen a lot and you love the fantasy and you need something that's really going to stimulate a part of your brain that isn't really stimulated by the name again. Michael Nin N I N N pick up Catherine. He filmed it in a castle in Budapest. And if you need a little bit of extra in your porn, if you want to see something that's visually evocative and really fantastical and you're desensitized by just seeing two people in a hotel room fucking, cause you've seen it on the internet a million times, pick up Michael Nin's Catherine you can pick it up on my site. Just put in Catherine, C-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E. It will come up with Audrey Hollander. First of all, no fake breasts, gorgeous. You'll love it. So anyway, so I go, okay, first you're going to buy Catherine. Then I got him to pick up some lube. And I said, what you're going to do is you're not going to tell Aunt Ellen. What you're going to do is she goes off to work. You work from home. And I want you to start masturbating every day. And first, I just want you to watch the porn. And if you get excited, touch your dick. If you don't, don't. And then... If it starts touching your dick and then you want to add some lube, do it. And then I said, don't have partner sex until you are masturbating and you are ejaculating. And now you have the confidence. You can't put that on her. You know, you're going to start having partner sex. It's not going to happen. And what was interesting is he did it. It worked. Now they're having partner sex. It's great. And I thought he's such a wonderful man. This is what he said to me. He called me up and he's like, I just want to say thank you. And you know what? Now I know what it's like to be a woman because before the surgery... I could get hard and I could come in like a couple of minutes. Now it takes me a, a full 10 to 20 minutes. And now I know what it's like. And now I have a lot more respect for the female orgasm. Is that fabulous? Absolutely. Uncle Bob. Yeah. We love you, Uncle Bob. Yeah. And that, Yay, such baby, a, such a nice story. Okay, now we do need to wrap up. Unfortunately, I could sit here all day and talk, which we probably will. Well, we just we'll won't continue. tape it. Yes. Uh, but <laughs> but uh, I do want to, we do need to wrap up. And I want to ask you both one final question that I always ask my guest, which is if you have one bit of advice for our listeners or, or anything you want them to know that would be helpful for them to either get more sex or have better sex or be a better lover, what would that be? <gasps> oh, there's a million things I can think of. I know. Uh, My mind is flooded. Uh, 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 I, one of the, th- yes, um, 
for me, the big breakthrough for me was the combination. I know everybody's hot for the G spot, but wow, I got to tell you, you could G my spot forever and nothing's going to happen. It's for me, it's more direct clitoral stimulation during penetration. And I just keep, you know, I had the the students at New York University repeating clitoral stimulation during uh, vaginal penetration, clitoral stimulation during vaginal penetration. Now, yes, I feel a little spot in the, yeah, you kind of up in the ceiling it's kind of more sensitive but it it goes away then you find it again and it leaves again but the clitoris also drifts but it is a much more reliable path to orgasm and the best way to deal with this if you're a guy is let your woman do her own clitoris if she can go there Right. That is the best. Well, who knows it better than her? Yeah. And, and if you're going to be having really fun, pleasurable, comfortable sex, y- your woman, you want her to be able to touch her clitoris. I mean, so there's so getting, much freedom. He's getting in that. what he wants, yeah. the way he's moving and whatever angle he's using, and she's getting what she wants. Yeah. So they now have a dance. And they have the combination. Yeah. She's got the combination. I think that is a great tip. Yeah. yeah. That's Don't my... forget the clitoris, the blended you know, penetration and clitoral stimulation at the same time. And uh, the, the main thing I think really hear a good message is let your woman ch- give her the permission to touch her clitoris while you're having sex. Cause it's going to be a great thing for everybody. I like that a lot. What about you, Carlin? You know, I would have to tie into body image. I think we're living in a culture now where we're flooded with digitally enhanced images and we have these magazines, you have the internet, you have all of this idea. Everyone in Hollywood is getting spray towns and you have this idea of what a, a sexy body is supposed to look like. Yeah. And I think that keeps a lot of people from sexual pleasure because they don't think that they, they look good enough and they want the lights out. And I think, you know what, you have to be comfortable in your own skin. So true. Walk around naked. You look great. And you know what? I, let me tell you, I'm not the skinniest woman in the world. You know, She's I hot. I'm hot, but I have a fat ass. And let me tell you, growing up as a white chick with a fat ass, I heard it all the time, all kinds of stuff. I can tell you, anyone who's really into sex, they're into full bodies. So you know what? Rid yourself of that. As long as you're getting your partner off, they, you know what I mean? That's the, that's the moment. Everyone thinks you have to look a certain way and then the sex will be good. No. Yeah, and that goes for men and women because men are yeah. concerned about their penis or they don't have a six-pack. Get pack, past or, it. Yeah, it doesn't absolutely. matter. It's about reaching those heights of pleasure, exploring keeping your, your mind open to pleasure and, and let all that, that, that stuff fall aside that you need hair plugs or you need a penis extension or you need, you know what I mean? Vulva like, bleaching. Uh, yeah. You need to cut your vagina. You know what? Stop looking f- to society and our culture. You know, porn, I love porn, but porn is a fantasy. It's not real. Right. We look at that imagery because it's, 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 it's this exaggerated notion of sexuality to get us hot. Use it to get you hot. But you know what? Love your woman's brown vagina. Love your man's five-inch dick. (laughs) Just get over it. Yeah, and focus on the pleasure because sex is fun, right? Sex is fun when you do it right. It's what feels good. Yeah, when you do it right, it is just about pleasure. Focus on that and get rid of all the other bullshit, and everybody will be happier. The world will be a much better place. And there you have it. So it has been such a pleasure talking to you both and and getting this on tape. So much fun. It's just been great. Thank you so much. And listeners, uh, where can they find you? I know we talked about it, but where can they get information about you? BettyDodson.com. So it's Betty, D-O-D-S-O-N.com. And my site is new, N-E-W, Cherry, Bomb, B-O-M-B.com. 
And check it out. You get all the things we've talked about on the show. Thank you so much for listening. If you want transcripts of this show or any other show at Personal Life Media, go to personallifemedia.com. And I would love to hear your comments. Write me at Lori at personallifemedia.com. You've been listening to On the Minds of Men. This is your host, Dr. Lori Buckley, and Betty has something to say. No, I just wanted you to do, you said it so fast, everybody. When you get older, you have to have people say things slower. I'll I'll say it slower. L-O-R-I. <laughs> well, that's better. No, that's good. That's good. I mean, okay. how does she sound? Sexier, too. Okay. So, if you want to write me, write me at Lori at personallifemedia.com. That's L O R I at personallifemedia.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye. Find more great shows like this on personallifemedia.com. <laughs>